Welcome to the One Corner at a Time podcast. I am the host, Zachary Latham Williams. Uh, for me, season two of this podcast has been about discovery. So it's always interesting speaking with somebody you've known for a while because you might think there's nothing left to discover. In my conversation with my sister, Bria, I realized how wrong I had it. It's been a while since we really spoke. So like any family, we begin with some shit talking, of course. But I walked away thinking that this was one of my favorite conversations. So with nothing further, I present Bria Childs. Bria Marquis Childs. Wait, what was it, though? Wow, you went crazy. <laughs> you went crazy Bria already. Oh, oh man. Bro. Don't don't disrespect me like that. It's Bria Marquis for y'all. He the only one that could say my full name like that. Bria Childs, welcome to the <laughs> One Corner at a Time podcast. Bro. What's going on, bro? How have you been? I've been pretty good, you know, staying out the way. Yeah. Not causing any problems. Just been in my own lane lately. And this is what I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, I have known you for a very long time. Uh-huh. Oh, you get nervous. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you get nervous, huh? Because <laughs> you're going crazy. Yes, very long time. It's been no, a while. No, but listen, man. Um, I marvel at your your transformation, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can actually see it on your face. I can see the the serenity, the tranquility on your face. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell because I used to see the 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 anger, the devil on your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't think we was gonna start off like this, but it's cool. <laughs> yes, I've come a long way. I will say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell tell me about this this maturation process for you, man. Well, I mean, I just feel like at some point, I mean, back in the day, I was a little wild. Mm. We'll say that. Um, at some point, I just feel like, you know, there has to be some type of growing process. Um, not just for me, but, you know, since I became a mother, it was just like, you know, I can't be out here being wild anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> and fighting and, you know, carrying on. So I, I feel like that's probably where it started Yeah. was yeah. Um, the birth of my son. <clears throat> who's now five. So I feel, I feel like I've come pretty far. <laughs> bro, we have to get our kids together more often, bro. Yeah. We and it's really just do. so crazy because they're they're so connected in a way because they were born around the same time. Yeah, because when Lil Lo was born in March. Yep. So, yep. Yep, and the twins were born in February. We were pregnant at the same time, yes. That's sir. crazy. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's interesting, sis, is that... um. You my part-time sister. And you have to elaborate <laughs> on that because you're just not gonna have me out here bad. And that's what we're not gonna do, okay? You my part-time sister. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you know, once every two months, Ooh. three months maybe, you okay. know, I but, hear from you. Yeah, but you know, like I said before you turn this mic on and went crazy that the phone does work both ways. That's true. Um, so you know. If you ever felt some type of way, you can always call my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so. No, but I love you dearly, bro. And seriously, like, on a serious note, for real. Niggas have definitely matured. You got big shit going. You still doing your lashes, right? I am. How's that going? It's going pretty well. It took a little uh, bit of a pause because I had a couple of surgeries. Um, eye surgery. Right? Yep. Had to go through numerous eye surgeries, actually. So it's I'm still going through that healing process. Um, but before that, it was... I was pretty booming. 
for a minute there. Straight like that. Took a pause. Um, but we're gonna get back at it. it. Just, you know, I gotta take some time personally to heal fully. So, but yeah. New relationship. New relationship. Talk to me about it, man. You know, I'm in a new, I'm in a new one too. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, you know, yeah, I like hearing these so love bird stories, man. Tell <laughs> and me it's about just it. so crazy because since we've known each other, we we've seen the good and the bad in both both of our relationships. Yes. Um, so to see us both, you know, happy and genuinely happy. Makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, But yes, the the relationship is new. Um, there's there's a lot of things that I haven't felt in a long time, so I'm happy. Yeah, genuinely. Um, I don't really want to go too much into it at the moment, but um. Well, you know, I'm going to ask you. You can you, you can know, ask you me. Know. Go go no, ahead. No, let me tell you this. So. I'm talking to you about my relationship. Let, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Okay. This is going to be a different format for my podcast. I'm not okay. going to most sort. Uh, uh, it's not going to be an interview. It's going to be more of a conversation. We're going to catch up. Okay. Okay. Um. So I have a girlfriend. You do. I ain't gonna say her name. And right. it's just crazy because I have not met this girlfriend, but I guess that goes into part-time you being sister. a part. Yeah, yeah. Don't yep, call yep. me a part time brother. But you are though. How's that, bro? Because you don't call me either. So you I don't can't... reach out to you. No. If you if you could pull up your phone right now. While we're talking right now, tell me when the last time you initiated a conversation with me. Oh, don't worry. We'll wait. <laughs> you be having these game nights. Mm-hmm. I don't ever get no invite. You know what I'm talking about? Be, make a status. You tag five, six people. Don't tag me. And do I'm you like that a bitch. Okay, but do you ever come in and say, hey, sis, what's up? No, nah, I do? called you. You ain't called... I'm like, he put his phone the- down, everybody, because you know he ain't got nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> think you slick. So, anyways, <laughs> next. Hey, that's a fact. That's a fact, though. That's a fact. But no, but seriously, man, um, bro, you got to be my full-time sister again, bro. But you know, you know like, we- regardless regardless of anything in this world, you know that if you really needed me, like, if something went down, you know you calling. That's and a fact. you know I'm coming. That's a fact. So, you know, it is what it is. But as far as, like, the relationships... We're always gonna be brother and sister. Yeah. Nothing's gonna change. The love is still there. Um, Let me ask you a hard question. Mm-hmm. Um, when people break up, mm-hmm. you know, friends they kind of go different ways. They kind of pick sides or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think you've picked sides, but I know it's been, you know, a bit difficult, right, to navigate that. T- tell me about that. I wasn't in that position per se. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think necessarily it's a hard decision to make just because I mean ultimately I was I knew you before I knew you know what I'm saying? Are we talking about mm-hmm. specifically? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I knew you before I, I knew anyone else. Yeah. You know, so so that hasn't changed. It I mean it makes it a little difficult, like if both of the parties are kinda into it, you kinda yeah. don't wanna be in the middle of it. But it just gotta make that understood, like, hey, I know y'all going through something, right. but this is where I stand in it. I'm not going to get into what y'all got going on. I'm going to be here for you. Be here for him. And you just got to <clears throat> initiate the two. Like, yeah. you got to know what you not, what you are and what you're not going to get into. Definitely. So, definitely. I feel like that's kind of my strong suit. You yeah. know, I'll listen to you. I'll give you advice. But I'm not going to disclose or be messy or, you know, any of that. Yeah. So, it's not really hard for me. You know, I pick and choose yeah. what I talk about. So, but I can see where it could be hard because, mm-hmm. like I said, me and you've both been in that situation, even with my past relationship. That's true. That's true. So, that will, you know, I'm coming to think about it, man. It was difficult because mm-hmm. I love both of y'all to this day. I'm talking about, you know, and um, when the situation 
when y'all situation had occurred, man. It was it, kinda, it was a lot of drama. Yeah. It was a lot yeah, of drama. It was So I understand it and I'm not faulting anybody for that. Because you never heard me say, Oh, Zach, you, you know, did this and that and you weren't there for me. If I needed to talk, you was there. For sure. But I never made you feel like you had to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, did I make you feel that way? No. Did she? Mm-mm. That's beautiful. No. And I I feel like even if that was like like trying to happen, it, yeah. I was gonna nip it in the bud real quick, like I feel like you both know me to the point that you know that I'm not going there with either one of y'all. <laughs> so that's 1, just 000. what it is. But but now that I look at it from that, you know, the person outside looking in, it's just so beautiful that y'all both kind of understood what it was after that period of time and got into two different relationships and are happy, mm, like generally. You know, yeah. it, it takes time for people, especially for married people, to... Um, you know, it takes a long time for you to lose those feelings and actually be able to communicate and stuff like that. Even, you know, with my situation with my son's father, it, it took us a while to actually separate, lose the feelings. And then, you know, our situation is a lot better because we're friends. Right. So, right, right. But it took a long time. Yeah, yeah. So just to, for me to see both of your relationships differently, it makes me happy. I think about my parents. You know, my parents divorced. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And... um. Like literally a couple hours ago, you know what I'm saying? My moms and pops was uh, together because my pops was just helping her uh, get some stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Move some stuff or whatever. And uh, when me and my ex was going through, she would reference them a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She would say, you know, I want to be like them. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was <laughs> a little cognitive dissonance there because she would say that, but then... What my mom and my dad exemplify is maturity mm-hmm. and peace. And then something would occur where that wasn't exemplified. You know what I'm right. saying? Peace and uh, maturity, whatever like that. But that was always kind of like the the top of the totem pole, I would say. My mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, I think now, her and I, it's been a little smoother now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I mean, even recently... It's been the way you carried yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, motherfuckers need to get like Bria. You dig what I'm saying? And it was times when you didn't carry yourself like that. But, you know, after you mature, bro, it was like you was about your son and about business. You feel me? It wasn't in personal. And right? you know what? And what I when I think about when, you know, people say that, because you're not the first person to say that, knowing me. Yeah. I'm, uh, actually, um, it takes time. Like, it doesn't happen overnight, especially if you were with somebody for so long. Because y'all was together for a long time. Mm. Y'all got married at 18. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was, y'all had a, a a lot of time and a lot of feelings, obviously. Same with me and Carlos. We were together for a long time. So it it takes time. You have to understand, you know, what's important, especially when you have kids. Because when you both have kids, you got to yeah. think about what's best for your child. And for at sure. first, I was acting a fool. Complete <laughs> fool. Fighting folks, like I have no care in the world. But then I just had to understand, like I I can't be in jail and you know have other people watch my kids and right. you know what I'm saying. So it just came to a point where me and him actually had to sit down and just, you know, this is not gonna work. This is why, mm-hmm. and we're just better off working together to take care of, you know, our common denominator, yeah. which is our child. Yeah, so it, it definitely took time, good three years worth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel like it's going to get there. Um, y'all both have to 
be positive and work together. Right. So you just have to, you know, on both sides, be mature enough to have that conversation yeah. without feelings involved. Because if feelings involved, is it's not going to work. One thousand, one thousand. So I want. <laughs> I know you finna throw some throwbacks. No, okay, come on, this, come this on. This the thing. See, see, this the thing. And, and bro, uh, Eli, right? Listen, this thing. Uh, uh, Bria's boyfriend is here. Usually when I do podcasts, it's with a person. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to ask her a question, but I don't want to be disrespectful to you. So I don't mean no disrespect. You dig what I'm saying? But the shit that I know is, you know, I knew this nigga since middle school. You know what I'm saying, bro? So I don't want you looking at her in a different light, anything like that. Understand? Okay, cool. Okay. My nigga, I appreciate that. Okay. Is it true, bro? <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, I, I don't know if Disclaimer. I heard... Disclaimer. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to release this episode, bro. I don't know. Uh, we got to see where this shit go. Um, did you look at a... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm scared. Okay. You, you pulled up at somebody's place of employment, a, a woman's place of employment. <laughs> The means by which you ascertained <laughs> uh, the the location there 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 where they worked at was that you saw a picture, you looked at the reflection of the like the glass or something, and you went on Google Maps. You know, talking about it, it. Oh, that's where she work at. Is that true or is that a? I plead the fifth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not I sure where you. To ask you I'm not sure where you gathered this information from. You plead the fifth, bro. I will say this: <clears throat> if I want to find you, I'm going to find you. I don't care how long it takes or what I hoops I have to jump through to find you, but I will. <laughs> That's just going to be that. Um, the answer to your question is yes. That is correct. Bro, how, all right. How? Like what? There's a lot. There's a lot of people. See, the, the thing that people don't understand is like you can't, you know, talk shit to somebody online and then post your location. Like it, that is the dumbest thing that you can but do. But they like, post the location. They post a picture. Right, but you know, you ain't work uniform. You know what I'm saying? You uh, post up. People post a lot of personal stuff, not knowing that they're posting a lot of personal stuff. Like yeah. you could post a picture and tag yourself. True. In a location, and I already know where you at. You got a uniform on. I already know. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's it's so easy, but I'm not that person anymore. So, <laughs> but yes, and I'm not sure which person you're referring to because I done pulled up to a lot of people's places of employment and houses. So I'm not sure which one you're talking about. <laughs> there was a hey, couple of them, yes. Hey, when we did the first episode, that I don't know where the files went. You said that. Uh, <laughs> you said you big twelve. <laughs> Nigga said they know. big twelve. Already, well, that was then. I'm I'm not a twelve. I'm not, I'm not 12, 12 anymore. No more. No. You sure? No. If I ain't a killer, don't push me type shit. What is <laughs> oh, that? I ain't no killer, but don't that's push me. That's facts. That's always facts. That's word to Ralph. Cause um, if I like, like I said, if I'm gonna find you, I'm gonna find you. What the? You said you had smoke for me, bro. I wanna. No, but see, we're not gonna do that. Go ahead, here. bro. No, go no, ahead. Because I don't do... know if this shit gonna release. So go ahead. What, no, we're gonna. Why you don't want to release it? I don't know. Just tell me the smoke that you have. No, this is there's not a lot of there's not a lot of smoke. I just you know have some personal issues with you about you know calling me your part time sister, and that's not what it is because like I said, the phone works both ways. Well, I mean that's just a cry for where the fuck is my sister? That what the cry is. You know what I'm saying? And the cry is if that's how you felt, you have my number. But you know you you can be fickle. What you could be fickle, sis? Yeah, a little fickle. 
Yeah, I think, I, like I told you, you on Instagram, I said, bro, I love you, bro, but you know you be love. Explain. Please do. It be times where you don't want to fuck with a motherfucker. And that a motherfucker could be anybody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I you have just kind of go low. I have my moments, but I feel like everybody does. But there, I mean, like I said, you haven't hit me up and you still haven't went through this phone to tell me when you initiated a conversation with me. I, I got, so I got a new no, phone. Yeah, I, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, have not met this girlfriend of yours. Like, I feel some type of way. Like, I've seen, your, I've seen your kids more than I've seen you, and I feel like that's a problem. Oh, I mean, you friends with their mama, so... And that's fine. But like I said, I see your children more than I see you. How many times have I been like, hey, bro, we got to get the boys together? You know what I'm saying? Okay, and when have you initiated that? um, That's the initiation right there. The last time... No, no, no. The last time we had did anything was when we took all the kids to the park. That was in the summertime. So you're not going to hold me accountable for something that's a two-way street. Oh, you're talking about the park down there when Uh, you bought the book and everything? mm Mm-hmm, yep. Did you enjoy the book? I did. You never told me. Most definitely told you. You sure? Because we had a whole conversation on the podcast you didn't release. I think it was because I, I was too ghetto, y'all. He didn't want to release. Nah, nah. No, nah, we definitely talked about this book. Because remember, I asked you questions about the book and, you know, stuff like that. You don't remember that? Damn, I don't remember. Bro. That was a really good book, though. I had to give it to my mom because she really wanted to read it. I see, she posted a picture. She <laughs> was like at a swimming pool or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was my book. Like, I'm just scrolling and I seen, like, my name. Oh, that's my book. And shit. Oh, I called her ASAP. I said, I re- literally read the book in one night. You read the book in one I night? I read the book after the club in one night. After the club? After the club. <laughs> it was, like, three in the morning. I think I stayed up to, like, I don't know, seven. The whole book. It was that good. It was really good. And I'm very proud of you for that. Wow. I'm very proud of you for that. Damn, sis. I'm... I even... And, nigga, thank you so much for putting my name in the credits. And that's another thing. <laughs> I'll put you in my motherfucker. Hold on, bro. I just want to know. I just want to know where my twelve percent is. Twelve <laughs> percent, <laughs> bro. Look, bro. I forgot about that. I put your name in the motherfucking acknowledgments. You can't be no part time sister. Okay, bro. but was I the first one that you put in acknowledgments? I just want to know. Somebody cue the crickets, please. Nigga, I put my motherfucking grandma first, nigga. Okay, your grandma, but there was some other people on there that uh, Not, that should have been behind my name, but we nigga, ain't gonna go there. Be grateful about... <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? That's like, crazy. You talking about the order. That's crazy. Who you know first? Out of all them people? Out of all them people? All the other... Not family. My mom and daddy. <laughs> yeah, after them. I should have been right after them. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, ain't it? That's how I felt. I thought, oh, I said. At first, no, I was happy. Well, you... Look, I had, at first, I was happy, and I had to overanalyze. Like, wait a minute, nigga, damn near put me last. Bro, niggas Boy, ain't niggas ain't read the book and say. No, it, I read it, the book. Nigga, I'm... I went all through the pages. No, I said, I'm oh. saying you ain't read the book. Get to acknowledgments. Read it. I'm like, you know what? This nigga put me in this order. No, at first I was like, oh shit, like this, what's up? And then I had to think about it. It was probably like an hour later, and I'm like, no, let me go back. So I literally went back mm-hmm. just to see where my place, my name placement was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he got me fucked up. So who you should who, who you should have been before? Look, like it should have been your mama, your daddy, your grandma. I'm going to let you slide with putting Carlos before me just because you knew the nigga before me. Okay. But I should have been after him. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> and I love everybody else. You know, the couple other people that he named. I love y'all. But uh, uh should have been me first. Sorry. How your mama doing? She doing good. She asked about you from time to time. She do? Mm-hmm. She said, I ain't seen, I ain't seen Zach in a while. I said, mm, either. We got to get the family together again, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you know she too. always out. She always she go out more than I do, so. She still over there? Mm-hmm. Um, same crib? Yep. 
How your sisters? They're doing good. How old is they now? 13. God. Man. I know. Remember when you was 13? No. Bad as fuck. I remember. You want to talk about... Let's talk about it. <clears throat> so in high school... Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> so in high school... I ain't releasing this podcast. <laughs> I'm not releasing. I'm dead serious. This shit, we just catching up with some mics and furs. This shit ain't seen a light of day. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. So, so, should I start middle school or high school? So, okay, let's go high. Well, middle school. So, before we got into high school, he's the first person that taught me how to drive. Facts. <laughs> taught me how to drive. Facts. He was the He was the only one out of our group that had a car. And he was a, he was the realest nigga you let me drive. It was only around the block, but he still let me drive. Period. Bro, you drive. Taught me how to park. He was that nigga. He was, we was really on that five nigga. four. Yeah, yep. we was on five yep. four. In the man. hood. In the hood. Like, bro, I want to drive. I'm like, all right, bro, go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. He, he was scared, though. He was scared. And the, what was that? The Cutlass? No, the I went down to the Camry. It was definitely the Camry. Yeah, that was the Camry. Going bro. crazy. Yep. You and Sonya, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sonya. You used to talk to her? Mm-hmm. Y'all done had some ups and downs, y'all. Yeah. This ain't going to be released, so go ahead. No, we're going to. Okay. Yes, Sonya. That's um, Sonya's actually the first person I met when I moved here. Um, so I moved to Milwaukee when I was like five, and she was the first person that I met. So we was best friends for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I got pictures of us. We, I was six. We had parties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't nobody know Sonya like I know Sonya. We just gonna say that. But shout out to her. Um, that's still my boo. She's uh, expecting right now. So congratulations. Yep. Really. Mm-hmm. Damn, congratulations. That's crazy. Yep. So, yep, I talked to her from time to time. So, yeah. you know, everybody has that little falling out period. You know, it is what it is. Damn. Everybody just knows I'm a real nigga. So, you know, right. they always need a friend. I'm the person to call. All right. Let me ask you some real questions now, okay? <laughs> okay. Let me get professional. I thought you said it was going to be an interview. I thought it was going to be catch up. You're right. But we was gossiping and shit. That's man. not gossiping. Like, we're 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 just going back. We ain't memories. talking a minute too, though, bro. It's it's, it, been it's a not while. called gossiping if it was. It's, first of all, I was so old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't nobody care about that. Was, that's but you know, I be trying to be on my David Letterman shit, bro. Right. And now. that's fine. You can do that with all your other friends. But right now, this is the Bria show, and we don't do that shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we gonna keep show. shit a buck. Keep it honey over here. We don't give a fuck about none of that other shit. But no, <laughs> whatever you want to ask me, Ron. <laughs> All right, this this is what I want to ask you. Um, I, want, I do want to talk about love, bro. Okay. I want to talk about that. We're going we gonna to begin with that. Um, come in love, bro. I see. You know what? And I see that. Yeah. And it's so crazy to me. It's not crazy in a bad way. It's just crazy, like, just because I've seen a lot of things, yeah. you know, since we've been so close. It's just like, damn, like. But I'm, you know what I'm glad about? What's that? When I used to tell you, like, take some time for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, slow down. It's not a rush. Yeah. These these girls ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and it's okay to date around and, you know, figure out who you like, who you don't like. You know, everybody does it. But I really just wanted you to focus on you and your kids. Mm. You know, and let, you know, if, and if it happens, it happens. And it kind of seemed like it just happened. Because out yeah. of nowhere, you just posted a picture. I'm like, who was this? Yeah. So. Bro. It's interesting that you say that. Okay, hold on. Because um, I'm going back to, I'm going back to. Yeah, somebody about to get their ass whooped because they messing up my podcast. Yeah, they are. Um, We're going to edit that out. All right. (laughs) Get the motherfucker. Stop, guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
shit. No, this is not going according to plan, but fuck it. We're going to roll with it. All right. So, uh, all right. Um, no, but I'm going back to... I'm going back to uh, my pain for a little bit because you mm-hmm. do play a instrumental role in that. And that's a, I was thinking about that on the way over here. Um, man, I, I, I pulled up to the career, bro. I pulled up to your career. Mm-hmm. And um, you was there for me, bro. You was there for me for sure. Um, and and you, made, you made sense of some things for me. Mm-hmm. And even if it was nothing that you could say, just your, your presence, bro, and... You feel me? Damn, that was some crippling pain, bro. I yeah. was distraught, my nigga. I was downtrodden. You feel me? Um, I do remember you saying, like, just just take your time, you know. Um, man, when I met my my girlfriend, bro, um, and we got to kicking it. In the book, I talk about the dream, mm-hmm. if you remember. Mm-hmm. Talk about it a lot. And... Um, when, when that all went down, bro, I'm just like, I think I did want to rush to be with somebody because. Yeah. That's how people cope with pain. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for for a, for a little while, I wanted to be back with her. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, because she was part of the dream. You feel right. what I'm saying? Like, you you know, I got my kids. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We all in one crib. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? We just beautiful family, what have you. Mm-hmm. And think about it like a TV show, like you trying to you trying to quit your role. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, you know, if I recast somebody else, the audience gonna know, like, who the fuck is that? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I'm thinking about that and then just recovering from that, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did play an instrumental role, man. I gotta, I gotta thank you for that. You know, mm-hmm. and I see you happy now. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I've seen you in um, different situations. But I can think back to them and just see the growth yeah. through it all. You know, I can think back to mine and see the growth through it all. So I'm definitely excited to have this conversation because uh, I want to talk about that growth. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that, man, because we we known each other since middle school. You feel me? Um so tell me, you you can you moved from uh, was it Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Baltimore, Maryland. yeah, F five, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, tell me about like the family life, like your home. Well, <clears throat> ideally, um, you know, my parents were together uh, when I was when I was born. There was a period, you know, where they would go back and forth. You know, I would, my dad uh, permanently lived in Virginia while we lived in Maryland. So it was a little bit of a commute, but uh, I still seen him. You know, he'd come get me every, you know, weekend. And then um, my mom decided when I was five to follow her parents, my grandparents, to Milwaukee Mm because my uh, granddad was opening up a business. Um, So ultimately we left. Um, So at this point we're separated, me and my dad. But I still got to see my dad. Until this day, is still in my life. Like, mm-hmm. he's always there for me. I see him not as often as, obviously, I want to. But, you know, I was always, he'd c- drive 12 hours to come get me, put me on a plane. I've been getting on a plane by myself since I was, like, seven. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, the situation between them two, I never seen them be toxic to each other, towards each other. Right. Like, it was always, like, I don't really remember that if they argued, it wasn't in front of me, obviously. Um. Their relationship is solid, though. 
Like mm-hmm. they're they're damn near best friends. So okay. you know, he always, you know, did his part, sent their money. Yeah. You know, they never had like any child support or anything in place. He just he would take care of me. He took care of me, regardless if I was there for the summer or not. Um so ideally I was always staying with my mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a struggle, you know, my mom's single. She was single for a long period of um time until she got with my twin sister's dad. So we was it was just me and her for a long time. You know, how, how long? So I got up here when I was six. I don't think she met him, <clears throat> my stepdad, until I was like 13, 14. Yeah. So it was us for a little bit. Um, And she's a nail tech, so it was kind of hard for her at first to, you know, build up her clientele. You know, we bounced around a lot housewives. Yeah. So I've seen her struggle, like, to this day, you know. So it was always like. I never really asked my parents for anything. I never mm. really made it difficult on them. I never was a bad child. So, um, I don't know. I just tried to help her out as much as I could. But that's where I feel like I get a lot of my ambition from. From your parents? From my mom. From mom. Yeah, I mean, my dad too. But, you know, he was always pretty successful mm. in a way. Um, but, yeah, she she hustled a lot. One thousand. So, that kind of put some fire under my ass, like, you know. But I always, I always tried to help her out, like, as far as, like, I don't know, chores. I, I got a job super early, like, didn't really beg her, ask her for money. I was just, you know. When you working, was it Culver's or Auntie Annie's or something like that? I, I, <laughs> yeah, my first job was Culver's. It was I, Culver's. Okay, I remember yeah. that. You and used then, to plug us a little bit. You was trying to. <laughs> yeah, a little, little something. something. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first <clears throat> job. I was still in high school. Um, and then I got three jobs just because. At what age? 16. So Damn. I was working at Culver's, Foot Locker, and then I was a dietary aide at night. So, I mean, you know, I ain't really have nothing else to do, but I just wanted, you know, I used to help my mom out. So, sure. didn't want to ask her for much. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so um, I think back to when I was, you know, adolescent or whatever like that, and um, my mom and my dad divorced. Mm-hmm. She uh, later remarried my stepfather. Um, but, you know, they didn't have the greatest relationship. He, uh, you remember him, he, he, he Jamaican, you yeah. know, and, you know, uh, uh, cultural differences or whatever like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, they kind of clashed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really see the happy home. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And I, I think back to, cause I was talking earlier about that dream of mine. And I think that formed from my imagination of what it should be like. Yeah. Cause my reality wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And and you kind of had a similar upbringing, right? So yeah. how do you begin to conceptualize like what you want your life to look like when you become I'm talking about when you was a kid, uh looking at, you know, 18, 19, 20, how did you want your life to look like? As far as like Love, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> career, and is it close to what your mom and dad was going uh, had going on, or was it like kind of formed from your imagination? Well, I mean, at the time, I, I mean, when you really never had like two parents in the household, because I was young when they were together, like, but didn't even really remember them both being yeah. in the same house. So it was it was kind of different. Like when it was just me and my mom and my stepdad came along. It, it took a while for me to adjust because I wasn't used to it. You know what I mean? It yeah. was just some random guy at the time. And I'm just like, we didn't really get along because mm-hmm. of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, when I, you know, decide or decided, I didn't really decide to have Carlos, but when I had Carlos, I was like, I don't want it to be like that. Yeah. Like my step parent situation was not it. You know, I mean, yeah. we're cool now, but we had a lot of, we did a lot of clashing. For sure. Just because I was, you know, got a man in the house and he's trying to run shit, and you were like, well, hold on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that's not what I wanted. Ultimately, so I you know tell my son dad all the time like we gotta work this shit out because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't yeah. you know what I'm saying I don't I don't want to have my son you know hate coming home because you know yeah he ate his stepdad or you know something like that but it just ultimately didn't turn out that way um, as hard as we tried to it just I just didn't want to put my son in a toxic situation it was already toxic Man. So I didn't want to continue that so I just felt like it would be better off. <clears throat> You know, just co-parenting. But you don't I'm, realize how significant that, like, your past and that pressure of, like, not wanting yeah. your child to feel what you felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't realize how significant that is until, like, with some hindsight. Yeah. And, you know, since my mom and my dad didn't have a bad relationship and I always got to see my dad, you don't really think too much of it. And then when you got some random man, you know, in the house now or a step-parent in the house now, mm. it's just... It's different. Yeah. So at first I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's cool. You know, if I have kids and we separated, you know, at least we'll be cool or whatever. Not knowing that you never really know how it play out. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think everybody's goal or majority of people's goal is, you know, to be married, have kids, you know, have this whole happy life. And half the time it don't work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as you try to make it work, sometimes it just don't work out. Yeah. And so, I mean. Yeah, man, I, I had a illusions of grandeur you know what i'm yeah. saying like i man and then you know we was heavy in the church too you mm-hmm. know and i don't regret none of that but um you know i would see these families at church man and i'm just like mm-hmm. you know we're gonna we're gonna be like that we're gonna be like pt yeah. and his wife you know, and you what, know and what for me looking in that's kind of how i was i'm like damn you know my brother obviously know what he wanted at 18 and it looked good on y'all mm-hmm. for me i'm like damn like if i ever have kids i, I want to be like that me yeah. looking at you yeah you know what i'm saying but that just goes to show, like, anything could happen in a split second. Do you think, because I, I think about, like, I remember Jay. Like, mm-hmm. he had proposed to his girlfriend at the time. Um, I, I think Carlos had, like, got you a promise ring and shit like that. Do you think that, like, me and me and my ex getting married young and, you know, because we was all so close. Like, we was really mm-hmm. tight-knit. Do you think it kind of put some external pressure on other people's... Relationships? It it could have. <clears throat> Did it personally for you? For me, no. I because I, I, I didn't think I, don't, I really didn't think about marriage. I mean, I knew that eventually I wanted to be married. You know, because we were all hanging out before I had Carlos. Obviously, before you mm-hmm. had kids, so I knew that it, I at that time it was I wasn't ready. And I don't know if you remember me asking you because you called me the day that you decided you wanted to propose. And you told me, like, hey, sis, I need you to do me a favor. Do you remember that conversation? Refresh my memory. So I don't remember where me and Carlos were at the time, but oh. you called me. <clears throat> you called me and you were like, hey, sis, I need you to do something for me. And I'm like, what's up? And he was like, well, I need you to I need you to take my girlfriend and y'all go do something while I go ask for dad's hand in marriage. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Now, I didn't know this girl that long. I don't think I probably only met her, like, a couple times at the time. You didn't even like her like that. I'm just... Listen, I'm, I'm hard. You don't like nobody when you first meet them. I'm hard on people when I first meet them. <laughs> I don't like anybody. So that's, 
That's nothing new. But right. and I asked you, and I'm like, you know, all bullshit aside, like obviously, you know, do what you want to do because you're grown. But I said, is this what you really want to do right now? Like, you don't remember me asking I that? I do remember. I said, right I now. think you maybe wow. want to chill out <laughs> wow. a little bit. But I definitely asked you, like, I think you doing a little too much right now. Like I yeah. said, is you really sure you want to do this? Like I, I think at that time, you know, I was trying to fill her out, but I really didn't know her like that. So it was mm-hmm. just like. I didn't know her. I didn't know if you really knew her at the time. And I was just like, I just want to make sure that you're sure. Yeah. But um, as far as it, do I feel like it, not for me personally, I don't, I don't think Carlos felt that way either. Um, but I, I mean, maybe for some of our other friends, but I'm not sure. You know, um, first of all, I, I swear I don't. <laughs> it's crazy how, how intertwined like you are. In a lot of big moments mm-hmm. of my life, dog. You know what I'm saying? Part time sister who? Hey, look, bro, look, look. <laughs> Niggas still need to pick up the phone more. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of do think about years ago, man, like 18, 19, 20. And. Because we was living life. We was out here. Facts. He was like, Mary. I'm like, Kurt. Facts. What? But I mean, but. but, but <laughs> But See, it all goes off of base how you feel. So, I, you know what I'm saying? I gave you that option. Like, okay, I mean, if this is what you want to do. But see, I don't want something to go wrong and you got to call me. It's going to be a problem. Right, right. So. We know you got to smoke. Yeah. You know. Oh, but see, my thing was, though, like, at the time, bro, I'm like, you know, you already know me. I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I'm a lifer. Mm-hmm. I'm a lifer. And that also played into that along with my childhood and wanting that perfect family Mm -hmm. that all played a part in when everything came to a head, um, that like reluctance to let go. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. And and it sounded like you (laughs) had similar shit going on. You know what I'm talking about? And earlier you said like a three year process. That's a really long time. It's a very long time. You know what I mean? And it ain't just like steady growth like it's ups and downs to that you know mm-hmm. um but when you finally get past that man you do see where i'm at right now i do see things with a lot more nuance mm-hmm. you feel what i'm saying like it ain't just oh their relationship look perfect like it's like it's some work behind that you oh, feel what i'm saying it's work. some it's some shit behind that you know like the just lice minutia or whatever like that but now that you are where you at you know you got a co-parenting situation that's solid. Mm-hmm. You in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. How do you look back on, uh, you know, your mother, your father, your upbringing? How do you look back on it now with the the knowledge? And, you, you know, it's just so crazy because I feel like I did exactly, like, I feel like I'm them. Mm. Just for the simple fact is, like, I mean, now. Now mm. because me and Carlos' dad are just, we tight. Like, we don't, that there's no drama. Yeah. Like we learn how to communicate. You know, it is what it is, and you know, he's still. I feel like my best friend. Type like shit. not even like on no love shit. Like if I need something and I and I need it like money or whatever it is, 1, he got me. One thousand. So that's how I feel like it is with my mom, and my dad. They're not together, and he's done obviously paying child support or you know support for me. But if my mom called him and he's married, been married for like ten years now, yeah. if she needs something, he's helping her. With anything. Type shit. So I just feel like I feel like that's exactly where I am. And I, to be honest, you know, if 
things would have worked out, fine, they would have worked out. But do I feel like now if I would have changed, I wouldn't change anything. One to be thousand. honest. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, the sh- the stuff that I went through was a mess. And when you first go through something like that, it you always think like, oh, I'm never gonna get over this. Like, it's just gonna be so. Like, you, you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And for me, I didn't mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there was just mentally, there were times that I just wasn't there. Like, yeah. I checked out. But you know, people going through you know this type of situation just need to know that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. But it does take time, mm-hmm. and you got to take the time for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, it's crazy. Uh, so um, I was talking to my girlfriend, and um, I was I was saying to her, you know, we blessed because we, you know, we only a couple months in, but you know, we got like a semblance of a, a real beautiful garden. And the reason I said that is because when we first started talking, you know, you asked different questions. I'm just like, you know, what what do you what what do you want? Like, what do you, like, if you imagine a perfect day or whatever like that, like, what would it entail? She said something about a, you know, a garden. So I said, you know, we got a beautiful garden, but you know, we got to tend to it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And um, that led me to, you know, I'm analytical. I'll be doing research. So I came across this book called uh, the, the the Art of Love. Mm-hmm. And um, I got it in the crib. And um, my mom and my dad, uh, they came in and uh, I was in the shower. And uh, Pops is like, uh, hey, 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 son, hey, Z. I'm like, what up? He like, it's your book? I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, I was reading this, man, uh, when I got with your mama. You know what I'm mm. talking about? And I thought about that because, you know, you, you said that you you feel like you are, you know, where your parents is at. It's just kind of crazy how some stuff does seem uh, to, like, replicate a yeah. bit. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, but your story, you know, Akila, she got Queen Care Social Club, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I really like... Shout out to her, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I like the mission of that. You feel me? Yeah. Because I do believe, like, I I even think about my past relationship. Like, uh, I felt like she was really... Um, she didn't really lean on people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and this is, this is, forgive me, just an observation. I don't mean to generalize, but I do think... I feel like men, we... Men, I think we are more open to like brotherhood, like leaning on each other, like being real. Like it's an initial like, oh, I got to be a strong nigga, woo woo. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it's like, all right, fuck that. Like, bro, this is what I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got four, five niggas that we'll call and be extremely vulnerable, just whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and on the contrary, I think women be reluctant to really lean on each other like that, really open themselves up. Just about any conversations or like personal ones. Just personal shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you was going through, did you really have anybody to lean on like that? No. Uh, the lot of a lot of the conversations I had with were with my mom, mm. and just and the only reason that is is because I don't really trust people with my business. Mm. Just because people will pretend to be there for you, and then as soon as you're not friends with them no more, they out you. Yeah. So the only person I really you know, trust with my personal secrets is my mom. Yeah. So. See, that's why I think something like what Akila doing is really uh, positive. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm thinking about that as I'm listening to you talk because, um, sis, again, the reason I came over here 
You said you had some smoke for me. But other than that, <laughs> uh, was because, bro, I have seen this this process, like, yeah. up close and a little bit from afar. I've seen you grow, and I think that's an inspiring story that um, can be beneficial to a lot of women. Yeah, a lot of people can relate. I mean, if you haven't gone through heartbreak, you're going to go through it at least once in your life. Mm. You know, it just depends on how you handle it. And if I can tell my story, I'm like, try to, people can try to skip those parts. You know mm. what I'm saying? Basically, like, if you hear my story, I'm trying to tell you, just go around the crazy part and just meet at the end. Because <laughs> 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 it, ain't, it ain't it. And meet at the end. Just, just, <laughs> let me tell you the detour route oh. so you don't got to go through what I went through. Because it was painful. <laughs> and me and you probably both had the same amount of pain. Yeah. I mean, yours a little bit more because you were married, so. But at, this, at the end of the day, like, Right. The shit painful. It hurts. Yeah. But I, the one thing that I, I will say, though, is um, it's a hell of a teacher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, again, what it's done for me, uh, I was saying earlier, like, you see things with much more nuance. I remember I used to try to um, <laughs> counsel you were in the Carlos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How fucking <laughs> condescending and presumptuous <laughs> I was. But it was with the purest intent. It was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead. You was about to say something. I, and I was just going to say, and then when shit really hit the fan, you be like, yeah, bro, I don't know what you're going to do, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tap out. Like, all right, yeah. bro. You know what? That's it. Bria too crazy for me. I'm out. Did <laughs> <laughs> it? I mean... You done witnessed a lot of stuff. I have. Like, just the crazy stuff. Yes. Just, you probably, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It yeah. was bad. But, you know, um, again, like, even when I think about, like, uh, you know, church and just motivational speaking, anything like that, when I think about that stuff, it's like, I remember when I was talking to Carlos or whatever, I would almost give, like, just boilerplate scripture or whatever like that, mm-hmm. but... It, it's it's helpful, but it's sometimes when you gotta, it gotta be nuanced. You feel what I'm saying? Like it have to. It ain't just all right. I'm going through this. Boom. This is gonna fix. This is the remedy. Like mm-hmm. it's some deep shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This shit that goes uh, back to to childhood or whatever like that, man. So we was talking about pain being a teacher. Now, the the lessons that you have learned on this path, um, how do you apply it? Moving forward, let's talk about in your relationship first. <clears throat> um, well, what I had to really realize is that when you go through something like that, and for me, it was more emotional. Like, mm. I was really mentally messed up behind it. I put a wall up, mm. and it was a wall that I wasn't going to let anybody break down mm. as far as, like, I didn't trust anybody, you know. And still to this day, it I, I kind of get... To a point where it's just like, mm, is this too good to be true? Like, mm. I really, I guess I would say I, I really had a hard time letting somebody love me. Mm. Right. Um, but that's, but that's like one of the things I, you know, try to work on now. Yeah. <clears throat> because you can't, you can't carry that baggage over on a new slate. You got to mm. start fresh. But mm. it's always that, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I yeah. don't want to go through this again. Like, it's just, you know, so it's just like I try to. Tell myself that every day because I still kind of battle it. Mm-hmm. You just got to, you know, let the past be the past. If you really moved on from it, let the past be the past and try to be a new person. Take those lessons and apply it positively to your new relationship. 
I heard a, uh, I like what you said. I heard a TED talk because when we talk about putting that wall up, mm-hmm. that's that's defense, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard a TED talk. I forgot the lady's name. I'll put it in the show notes maybe. But um, the lady was saying that um, she was talking to somebody and they was like, I don't want to feel no pain. I don't want to feel no hurt. And the lady responded, she said, you want dead people goals. And, and what she said was like, if we numb ourselves to uh, to the pain, mm-hmm. right, and anything negative, we also cut off the opportunity to experience yeah. peace and joy and love, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the same way that you could really feel love that person can also hurt you as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and we did have similar situations where we went through some heartbreak. Um, our stories really do parallel. If you they think they about are. It, They're really similar. Yeah, they really parallel. I, and I didn't notice it, but, you know, for me, um, I, I, I fought that cynicism really based off of the 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 principles of that, of that TED Talk. Like, mm-hmm. I can't numb myself to feeling pain because I want to feel love again. So I'm willing to run the risk of being hurt again to really love again. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, bro, if this was three years ago, I would sit here and tell you, like, man, the way my wife loved me, like, ain't nobody ever loved me. You mm-hmm. feel me? And she was living a double life. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, the way my girlfriend made me feel right now, bro. Like, I ain't never felt that type of love. You know what I'm saying, Yeah, bro? I actually do. I, I actually feel and that And imagine now. if I closed myself off to that because this person had hurt me. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And you know exactly yeah. what That's I'm talking about. pretty much exactly what it is. Because, um, you know, three years ago, you couldn't get nothing out of me. As far as emotion, I didn't have any. Yeah. Like, there was no, you couldn't get close to me. Like, yeah, you know, I dated people, but they would always be like, yeah, this not working because you don't, you... You're unlovable at this point. Mm, unlovable, damn. <laughs> at, and and I would, you know, and there would at that point, I'm just like, I don't know what you want me to do, bro. <laughs> like, wow. There, there was nothing that I could give anybody. Like, I would try, and I was just like, yeah, you know. And I, I ain't gonna lie, I was on dirt. Like, there, I just, I just wouldn't allow myself to feel that pain anymore. Yeah. So it's like when my new relationship came, it just came out of, out of nowhere, to be honest. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot. But mm. I, I don't know if I'm going to put my all into it. So I had to, like, see. Like, it literally mm-hmm. came out of, out of nowhere. I didn't try to look for nothing. I didn't, you know, I'm just on some random shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, this, now I still have my wall up, obviously. But it was different. Yeah. Like, it, I didn't have to work for it. It just happened naturally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what people need to realize. When people get our relationships, they're looking to to, you know, heal a void or something like they're yeah. trying to fill themselves but you can't do that you have to just work on yourself no let your let yourself heal because mm. obviously if you don't there's gonna you can't carry those problems into a new relationship it's not gonna work so i healed for a while before i even let anybody in so when this happened it was just like it was new for me i decided i was gonna you know at least try and it just happened naturally so i'm like fuck it like I'm just going to see where it goes. Can you think of a uh, specific point from when you went from, quote-unquote, unlovable to uh, uh, even thinking of letting the wall down uh, in this new relationship? It would probably be probably the affection that I get. Type stuff. I was never really an affectionate person, and it was never given to me. So when it was given to me, it was new. And I'm just like, damn, like... 
But then I had that wall of like, mm-hmm. damn, is it too good to be true? Like, what's this? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But I, I think that's where it started. Like, like somebody actually putting forth a lot of effort to show me that they care. Yeah. Because, you know, if you don't have it, it's just... What are you getting? <laughs> Bro, I, I was reading this uh, on the Bible app. You know, they got the little plans or whatever like mm-hmm. that. And I just opened it and came across a plan called uh, Love Always Wins. And I was reading this at a particular time. And me and my girlfriend, we wasn't official yet, but we was kicking it really hard and wasn't nobody else and all of that. Now, we was having the conversation. I tried to explain this on a different episode, but it got lost in translation. We was having a conversation about something. And it was an issue that I guess she's she's had in previous relationships, like other people have brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm talking to her, I'm looking at her like this, and when I'm talking, like she turns, and then when she turns, she's not referring to me anymore. It's more generalized. It's like see people and see y'all and woo woo, mm-hmm. and I like like kind of shifted her back to me, and I'm like, no, it's it's you and I. Like don't bring that passion into it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, let's deal with this, you and I. Right. Because if you bring it up everybody else, we can't deal with this effectively. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think those are certain uh, um, battles that we face on a daily in our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, to to communicate effectively, to like deal with it with an open heart. Mm-hmm. But I come from the standpoint of, you know, love always wins. Right. You feel me? And I told her when it got to a certain point, I'm like, I ain't, Going nowhere. Yeah. See, I think like in our generation, bro, tell me if, if you agree with this. In our generation, we the generation of I could be happier. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or oh, this nigga pissed me off right now. All right, fuck nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just quick, quick reactions or whatever like that. Like, don't nobody truly just stay the course with some shit. Yeah. So when y'all have a conversation about something, if it's kind of in the air that, oh, I got options, or I can woo-woo or whatever like that. We not dealing with this appropriate situation. I'm scared you finna leave. Yeah. Or vice versa. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the conversation, and shout out to my OG Chris, if the conversation is, uh, we have this conversation, but we both know that we ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, actually I do. Uh, <laughs> my boyfriend actually says that to me a lot. <laughs> as crazy as I am, I'm surprised he's still around. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, you know, I feel that because... Um, like I said, I never really gave anybody a chance. So the so the first thing I somebody say something to me, I'm like, I'm out. Or if I see you doing one little thing that's gonna piss me off, I'm out. Like I've always kind of been that way after that relationship, but you know, I've kind of learned to listen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm a little bit more understanding. My communication is a little bit better. So yeah, I get told, you know, we don't me and my relationship, we don't argue or anything like that but we do have like little spats and little disagreements and he always like reassured me like you can say whatever you want but I'm not going anywhere so you hey, be mad bro. if you want hey, to bro. <laughs> I fuck with you bro <laughs> I fuck with you bro you I, tell hey, me that a straight lot, up so. straight up yeah you definitely man. tell me that so I, you know and it makes me feel good that actually somebody wants to be around you know? yeah yeah so. yeah I was telling Akila I'm like we was having a conversation I'm like sis like I I don't see no reason to argue. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we we all we have communication skills. You feel what I'm saying? So in a relationship, especially we love each other. Yeah. Like why are we actually arguing? We can discuss something. We ain't got to argue. Let's see. You know, I came a long way because I, I wasn't arguing. I was doing what Zach fighting. Yep. <laughs> and that's on everything. As soon as you get loud, beep. 
Listen, y'all better go yeah. ask my ex some. And this He's probably shaking his head too. right now. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there it go. There it go. Now we ain't gonna release this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> niggas do got hands, though. Ooh. Niggas, um... Yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah, niggas got hands. Y'all better ask about me, though. Hey, so, is you, you said earlier, um, just how you kind of feel like, you know, you are where your parents are. Mm-hmm. There, There is a correlation, like... And, and that's what I want to ask you. So your dad being in Baltimore. He's actually in Texas right now. Shout oh, out to my dad. Oh, him. shout out to Okay. <laughs> Pops in Texas. And I'm talking about when you was a child, yeah, mm-hmm. though, like just dealing with that distance, you know, mm-hmm. um, with bro, you know, bro out of town too. And now your son kind of dealing with that distance, you know. And mm-hmm. I do admire what both of y'all are doing, though, because it takes a lot for Carlos to go out there and chase his dreams to provide for his son. Yeah. So shout out to him. And, mm-hmm. uh how cooperative you have. Y'all both have been through that process. Yeah. But um, what do you think that feels like for your son? Do you kind of see that correlation between you and Lil Los? Yeah. I think the um, the only difference is, you know, Carlos still his dad. You know what I mean? He's gone, but he always, you know, calls. Absolutely. You know, he Solid. comes up here as soon as he comes. As soon as he can. He stays for a while. Yeah. When he come, he got him the whole time. Like, shout out to him for real because... You know, even though he gone, he still provide and take 1, care 000. of his child. 1, and that's all I got to ask for. You know, I didn't have no problem with him going and chasing his dreams. That's what he wanted to do before I even met him. Mm. So who am I to stop that? Yeah. He still see his son. Now, if he wouldn't have seen his son or he was like some debut or something, it'd probably be a problem. Mm. But I don't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing bad to say about him. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. And then shout out to his, his people hold it down for him. Um, when he's gone, his mom step up. She do what she can. She, you know, put in her 110%. That's all I can ask for. Yeah, definitely. Now, like I said, bro, I definitely admire both of y'all as as individuals. And uh, collectively, man, how y'all go hard uh, for Lil' Los, bro. Like, that shit, 1,000. And it's kind of, it's down there unheard of. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> it took a while for us to get there. Like, he's always been the great dad. But as far as us co-parenting, it, it took, a, took a long time. Yeah, for sure. So, but bro, yeah. So, you know, uh No, here we go. No, no, I ain't this ain't oh. even this <laughs> ain't even <laughs> thought you were gonna say, so I heard you uh pulled up to my fishers and uh we ain't gonna go there. Tim buttons my fishers. No, what, what happened there? No, no. You no. said something specifically. What happened there? No, I thought you was gonna bring up all my fights and stuff that You had a lot of fights at, at my fisher though, haven't you? No, I just had one. It was well. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Let's there you go. <laughs> Bri, I'm not releasing this podcast, bro. You, you, you trying to go it. there. You trying not, to go no, there. No, I really thought you was going there, but we're not going there. No, nah, we ain't going there. Nah, this, is a, this is a beautiful conversation. Yeah. Um, I like to always end my podcast asking people to identify their corner. You know what I'm saying? And how are you going to impact and inspire um, the people, bro? Yeah. Well... There, there's, there's a couple things. Um, as far as like, I feel like I could probably give some, if not all, you know, people some motivation. As far as like, you know, starting a business, it wasn't easy. Obviously, a lot of people are trying to be int- entrepreneurs right now. Try to motivate people to, you know, get in their bag, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, even if it's talking to people about heartbreak or you know, trying to learn how they can co-parent better or just openly communicate 
Mm-hmm. That would that would probably be it. Just try to motivate somebody, you know, be a listening ear, give advice. Pretty good at that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but since I do think you should get out here a little more, bro. A little more on on this. Yeah. In, in this bag. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because you know, your it. your Facebook, you just sharing a bunch of memes and just yeah. random shit, you know, mm-hmm. but you very introspective, bro. And I think that you should you know, start to show that a little more. And it's coming from the anti-social. Like, I'm just oh, now yeah. starting to post stuff. But mm-hmm. I think you should kind of wrap that up, bro. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. You know, I just be so busy sometimes. But... You ain't that busy. <sighs> oh, man. I be busy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just to... But I feel you. Put some... Listen, bro. Because uh, people out there that need to have these conversations, bro. That's yeah, the reason why I do this podcast. Them. Yeah, you know? and that is... I 100% commend you on that. Because that's something, it's not something that I expected for you to do. Like, we always knew Zach, oh, he's the, you know, big word, use an ass. (laughs) 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 Zach was always that person. So when you came out the podcast, I'm like, okay. You know, it caught me off guard a little bit. But when you wrote that book Mm -hmm. and I read that book, I said, okay, I get it now. (laughs) I get it now. You're the believer then. Yeah, yeah, always. Go ahead and shout my boo out for uh, the name of your podcast, too. Sis Neater Coins. Hey. <laughs> wait, what, wait, what are you referring to? Your boo. Oh, okay. Man, yeah, Akilah. you ain't say it. You usually say it. So I need you to say it. Like, right oh, now. shout out to Sis Akilah. She named the motherfucking podcast. Okay. You know what I'm talking you know about? I asked her, when you going to change the world? She said one, one corner, corner at a time. time. I okay. said, bruh, let me get that name. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sis, I really enjoyed this conversation, man. I thought you had some smoke for me. You were just yeah. talking shit. You ain't got no, no smoke. I mean, I mean, you can still get your ass beat, but we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to do Come this again. one. We're going to have to do this one little thing <laughs> on. I ain't trying to go to Twitter. <laughs> I ain't trying to go to jail. But no, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely appreciate you pulling up on me. Bria. It's been a while. Marky. Shout Oh, you, you always force everything. Thank you for joining the pod. Shout out, bro. Thank you for having me. <laughs>